Welcome to the latest episode of the Nerd Base Podcast. It's Chris Mannix. It's Brian Stewart. Richard Chapiteau. And David Chosen. Oh my god, this is like the dream team. Woo! I know we haven't had these people in this room. Well, I mean, he's in a different room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, the disembodied voice of him. There's an empty chair here for you, Dave. We haven't had this all together since the very beginning. No, we yeah. never even got that working, though. We've never had all four of us in one show. Oh, yeah. No, no we haven't. Yeah. Remember we yeah, tried yeah, that yeah. one time? But the, uh, the, twice. the internet was not um, agreeing. Agreeing? Agreeing? I'm grieving. Are you? How <laughs> deep are you into the wine sangria? I've had... Not even. Yeah. This is this is my second class. <laughs> I was going to say Amanda might have hurt you otherwise, but oh, maybe never you're getting contact drunk. <laughs> contact drunk, right? <laughs> so okay, so you know, Richard and I were just comparing that we both went to see this week's big opening movies. Mine that debuted in third and that cemented M Night's place in the in the <laughs> so. in the like middle tier, the C tier of filmmaking. Uh- I honestly, though, can't completely fault him for that, though. I mean, looking at this week's, like, holy crap, why did, like, four or five movies get released, like, big movies get released in one week? Well, that was I, I didn't want to go happen. against all the other big heavy hitters, like, uh, I think next week is, uh, is it Man of Steel it's now? Man of Steel, yeah. yeah. So, wait, wait, After Earth came out this week, what else? Uh, now no, You See Me. Now You See Me. I want to uh, see that. That looks fun. Yeah, it was yeah. it was decent. Um, I don't know which order we want to go and discuss things in, but actually before that, it was like Now You See Me, After Earth, and there were at least two other big movies that came oh, out. Oh, you know what comes out this weekend that I really want to see? The Purge. Oh, right, that, that looks really cool. Yeah, Purge. Oh, it's an interesting concept. Oh, yeah. the movie Dave's brother yeah. had Epic. a part in came out. I think Epic. Yeah, Epic came out. Yes, tell us about it, Dave. Well, I I haven't seen it, and when I talk to my <laughs> when I talk to my brother Rob, I go, "So how is it?" He goes, oh, "I haven't seen it yet." So he hasn't seen it either. So that's it. Well, no, explain it's, why we're what we're talking. Okay, about. Okay, so Epic for anyone that doesn't know is an animated movie. Uh, the main character, I think it's the main character, is a swordsman type character. And my brother teaches like uh, samurai sword fighting in Manhattan, and they used him as the model for that character. That's good, really cool. good gig. Yeah. yeah, really good gig. So I hope they paid him. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't just like capture him when he didn't notice, you know. <laughs> well, let's put it this way: he quit his day job. Wow! Oh, but wow, I did not know oh, yeah. that. He also got hired by Google. And he made, he had special Google swords made and taught Google employees. I want to see his Google really? glass. Yeah. I want to see his Google oh glass. God. That'll be fun. But like those that. two things are unrelated, Unre- right? It's like yes, they're unrelated. Epic was one thing, and Google was a different they, thing. Right? They are unrelated. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I want some of that Google money. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. I told him to make the uh, the gaudiest Google swords he could possibly imagine. So he picked like yeah. a gold hilt, and it's just ridiculous. Uh, awesome though, but ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> um, did he get to keep one? Yes, he did keep one. I haven't seen it yet though, but yes, he did keep one. Awesome. So now you see me. That is a pretty high concept magician steal yeah. from a bank. <laughs> it, I mean, it's Ocean's Eleven and yeah, it's it's suppressed age. What is it? Oh, I'm trying to think of a good way to go with describing it. So, yeah, it's basically like there's there are these magicians that come together and they don't even kind of know why they're brought together. And they're brought they kind of have a goal in mind, but they're 
kind of doing these acts without knowing why they're doing them and committing heists and doing other crazy stuff. And it's mostly an awesome film. Like, I enjoyed... I enjoyed, I'll give it, like, 80% of the movie. Um, I felt it was a little long at parts, and the ending... Eh, well, wait, wait. I haven't seen the movie. I'm not going to... I'm not I'm just saying, like, the ending... Eh, that but, is a... That's a Louis Leteria film. I actually did not look up who made the movie. I think it's the guy who directed The Incredible Hulk. Oh, okay. I could be wrong. Ang Lee. Oh, no. That would be Hulk. Yeah. Without the... <laughs> just Hulk. I can't figure out <laughs> Ang Lee. Some of his movies are awesome, and some of them yeah. are just... Like the, like the Hulk, oh my god, or whatever. It was just called Hulk, right? So bad. Well, I don't know how you could screw it up that badly. What are you talking about bad? It had like um, uh, giant poodles in it. <laughs> giant dogs. Ang, Ang Lee suffers from John Woo syndrome. Mm-hmm. Basically, he made incredible movies. <laughs> racist. <laughs> <laughs> he made incredible movies when he was, you know, back in Hong Kong, but then he came to the States because everybody's like, oh my god, you make these awesome movies. We're going to pay you big Hollywood bucks to make big Hollywood films. And I guess maybe they're not used to the producers like trying to dip their hands in the pot so much, but yeah, something is just lost. And I mean, no, you look at like look at John Woo's like a Better Tomorrow, um, a freaking Hard Boiled, one of the greatest, greatest freaking gritty cop action movies you'll ever watch. Mm-hmm. And then he comes over here and he does what? Face Off. Face Off. I don't like Face Off. I hate, I right? hate it. Face but yeah. it's very, it's a different... And, and that John Von, Jean-Claude Van Damme movie where everything explodes. I can't uh, remember. Hard Target. Oh, Hard Target. Yeah. That, yeah, that has like a cult following with, now. Did it? Oh my god. I mean, he, the one he shoots like a tree sentient. and it explodes. <laughs> well, what was in the tree? But he, but he's made oh, some good movies go in, in the States, too, hasn't it's he? Like I mean, um, yeah, he's definitely... Mission Impossible 2. Yeah. Like, they're not... They're not horrendous. Like, they're not bad movies. They're just not. They don't have the depth that the Chinese films had. Yeah, they don't have heart, I, actually. Yeah. I heard, yeah, that's I, heard, I heard Life of Pi is good, although I read the book. Oh, and no, Ang Lee's a different story, I thought. Mm. What is that? I would say Ang Lee's indifferent. I mean, you point to me where Ang Lee had a successful career in Chinese cinema versus his career in American cinema. Crouching Tiger, think. Hidden Dragon. Mm-hmm. Done. Yeah, great movie. Uh, what it was, was that made one? In the Hollywood what, what, system. What was that one like in the desert? Like with the like the it was kind of like a Romeo and Juliet. Because he made ice. He made the ice. Uh, what the hell is it called? Polar Express. No, the Ice Storm. Before he made Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and that was in the Hollywood system. So he must have ice got storm. funding. It had Sigourney Weaver in it. Like a storm hits this town. It's a very I have no like. Idea. Okay. I was going to say Whiteout, but that's not it then. No. I, I have a I have an awesome Ang Lee movie that was never released in the States. I have a, I have a, a, a pirated copy of it, um, of uh, Pushing Hands, his Tai Chi movie. It's really good, actually. Wait, whose Tai Chi movie? Ang Lee. Pussy. Ang Lee, Pushing Hands. Oh, okay. Pussy Hands. Oh. <laughs> it was, uh, when, he was, when he was trying to make a couple extra bucks. That's when he was, the uh, porn uh, version. <laughs> That's the porn version that I started. It's like it, w- it was the uh, the prequel to Edward Scissorhands. His wow. Mo- it, it was one of his <laughs> first movies. Ed, Edward, Edward Penis Hands, I'm sorry. Right. Well, it was- or the uh, the Penetrator, one of the many Terminator porn ripoffs. Farragana's I Must Penetrate You. <laughs> 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 Getting back to Ang Lee, I I would have to say that I'm definitely on his side in the movies that he's made. 
I did not. I did not see the one with uh, Dimitri Martin that took place at Woodstock. Taking oh, Woodstock. Oh, taking. Yeah, I didn't see, I didn't that, see one. that But I did see Brokeback Mountain, and I thought it was brilliant. Journal Park. Yeah. I saw. I, uh, I did not. Crouching Tiger. I, I did, it's also brilliant. I did not think uh, that uh, uh, Brokeback Mountain was was awesome. I thought the acting was fantastic, but. Mm. Every time something sappy happened, there would be that acoustic guitar going. Brum. Like, <laughs> <laughs> You're not gay enough to appreciate it, Dave. <laughs> I am just gay enough to appreciate it. That's what he's trying to say. All I all I remember about Brokeback Mountain was being horrified at the infamous quote unquote sex scene. Mm. I, I don't remember who it was that did the the, the 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 pushing and who took the taking. Maybe it was a uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. But whatever it was, it reminded me of that video that came out a few years back that was, like, viral about the farmer in, like, Washington State with a horse, <laughs> right? Yeah. And the video, basically, of, of, of this guy getting, you know, rammed by a horse straight up his wazoo. And, like, the farmer... Well, what, what was happening was basically the farmer was... Wait, wait, how, how PC are we wait. keeping this podcast? How, how, how like... Just let me tell my story. Okay, okay. Yeah, I think we all we all want to hear so, about the horse. So the, this the farmer farm. was basically running a farm animal prostitution ring out of his farm, out of his barn, uh, and he would videotape every encounter in case somebody tried to blackmail him or something. Um, so he had a videotape of this one guy, and the reason this came to light was the man he was on America's Funniest Home Videos. <laughs> no, close. Uh, I think Jimmy Kimmel showed it actually. That's how I found out about it. But um. Yeah, this guy runs into the hospital like 3 o'clock in the morning. The, the farmer guy brings him in. Massive internal hemorrhaging. And what happened was basically all of his innards were pushed up into his chest cavity. Oh, my God. And they were like, well, how did this happen? Yeah. <laughs> well, Finally, I've got video to show yeah, you. <laughs> and, and basically you just see that, that like the guy is like, you know, kind of like, you know, he's got his pants down, obviously. He's, he's kind of braced himself up against the wall. And the farmer is like holding the horse's tail. And you just see the horse kind of like sort of like just jump in once, and then rip its tail out of the guy's hand, and it like like the size of an arm, all the way just fucking horse leg strength (sighs) rammed into this man, and he made this noise. He goes, (laughs) yeah. So bringing the story full circle, Angley. That's what I heard. During the, ma- the, 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 the man love scene in Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> That's, it, was just, that, like, it was just a, sound. It was a spit on the hand, and then it was a... <laughs> and I kind of shook the movie off of there. Dude, I, I love the penis. scenes where they're doing the foreplay, and it's just like two guys having a fist fight. That is, that is not hilarious. That is, that is like kind of, it's kind of like heartbreaking in its own way, but mm. that is a great scene. Like People who tell me they've seen it, and don't know what I'm talking about. Totally did not see it. Because they're like, Kiss me, you mother... So that basically... That's kind of like... Okay, so seeing seeing two... two, (laughs) He actually just punched himself. Very Um, hard looking. Seeing two guys fight like that uh, as a matter of foreplay. Okay, and then you take that into account and you watch Fight Club. Mm. Oh then, no! Hold on, wait, what are you out. connecting? And then you take it, you take into account the thinking that Rob Halford, who came out, you know, one of the best oh, freaking yeah. metal singers in the world, 
we didn't know back in the 80s that Rob Halford was gay. Yeah. It was just like, oh, he's fucking badass. I mean, he's still badass. He's still awesome. And I still love Drew's Priest. But, like, you listen to songs, you go, I'm your turbo lover. You know, and it's like, <laughs> it, takes a, it takes on a completely different context. You know, and it just... So, yeah, there you go. Hmm. Fight Club is uh, homoerotic. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's I, mean, a, it's I wanted a, to punch something beautiful or destroy yes, something. Exactly. Exactly. There you that go. That scene right there was just like, all right. That's... He had to make him ugly so that he didn't want to fuck him, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. here. Because he was so fuckable. That's Jared Leto. <laughs> Jared Leto, yeah. yeah. Oh, and his new album just came out recently, which I was very sort of disappointed by, just because... I like 30 Seconds to Mars. And you like This I've, Is I've War? I've seen them live several times. I actually enjoyed This Is War, at least a few tracks from it, because there was, while, okay, the lyrics in the friggin' songs are like, whatever, hit or miss, and take it or leave it, but they, for me, they invoke like a feeling, like I feel something from it when I'm listening to it. And in, with this, it, I'll almost say I can see where like, they might have grown up and matured more with this with this new album, but it's not what I'm looking for when I'm listening to them. Like it's one of those like, oh man, this they've changed, and I don't like the fact that they've changed. I wish it was like their old stuff, but yeah, what are you do you ever do? feel like the bands have to change in order to go back to the sound that they had because that because part of the reason that people follow a band and not just like a song is because they believe in the story. Mm. So, you know, you you get the, oh, Green Day's going to do an operatic, mm. you know, trilogy of of punk operas, but then they want to go, then then people rejoice when they go back to, like, a sound like Dookie. But if they just kept making Dookie, people would have been like, eh, fuck off. Yeah. You know, well, let's yeah. forget about so, you. Are you, are you telling me that, that the Red Hot Chili Peppers are going to make another, like, hmm. blood sugar know. sex magic? No, I, I'm thinking <laughs> more about that. Freaky Styly. Yeah. Well, I don't know if they'd go that far. Oh my god, five produced by George Clinton, one of the best albums ever. So dude. I'm just saying that they go back to their most commercially successful, maybe. I don't know. As far as all that type of stuff goes, like I feel like I don't I feel like bands change because they feel like they they that's the that's maybe what they have in their heart at that point in time or whatever. Maybe maybe, maybe. maybe, maybe Some, I'm going sometimes. But there's definitely yeah. pressure to mature or when change, you have yeah. a sound like that. I, I think yeah. sometimes sometimes they change because they're just under pressure to put out something new and it's crap, mm. you know. And then they they lose their they lose their way. Who lost their way for you, David? Recently, and I know Mannix agrees with me, is uh, the band. They've only have two albums, but Tally Hall, who I thought oh, their, God. their first album was just unbelievably brilliant. And then their second so album, good. it's just, I don't know, it's like you could just yeah. snap to the entire thing to one beat. But there was so much like variety in life yeah. in the first album, and then the next album comes out, and it's just kind of, it's just generic, hmm. samey, samey pop. And, like, all the songs sounded the same, hmm. they weren't as smart or as, as complex or as fun as the first album, which I, the, the reason I, I love the band is the first album is amazing, it's... It's for me. It's kind of like the bare naked ladies. The first mm. bare naked lady. <clears throat> I don't remember how. I mean, maybe I was like twelve years old or something like that when I first heard of bare naked ladies. I was watching. They used to be when I got ready for school. I'd get up extra early in the morning because they would show an hour block of Popeye, 
<laughs> from like it was like five to six a.m. or six to seven a.m. or whatever it was, but they show an hour block of Popeye. Love Popeye, so I'd always get up to watch it. And in the middle of the Popeye episodes, they had this video about um, unity, basically. You know, and and it was like these guys dancing around. One was dressed as like an alien king, and the others were spacemen and all. And it was the bare naked ladies. So I'm like, oh my god, these guys are great. And then maybe like a few months to a year later. Uh, I'm going through the UCD bin uh, in like the you know in the local the local music shop, and I see Gordon, and I was like, oh my god, this is great! And I bought the album. I'm like, wow, this is really cool. I mean, like I could like hear all these different instruments that you don't normally hear. It's uh, you know, all these different singers, and just, it was it's beautifully melodic and fun, and it's imaginative, and it was enjoyable. <laughs> Get to the disappointment. <laughs> and the next album comes out. And I'm like, it's like they were just, it's like, it felt like they were just trying to mm. recreate the first album, mm. but just, were, were just trying to do it because they wanted to make more money. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So the heart wasn't there, just like you guys said earlier. And then, like, the album came out after that, and, like, they've, you know, they, they've become Devo now. They have one song that anybody knows, or two songs, but they have, uh, If I Had a Million Dollars and... One Week. One Week. Yeah. One Week, yeah. Yeah. But you can hope that eventually they, the band sticks together long enough where they say, hey, can we, can we make something good again? <laughs> Put some effort into it or something. And then the pressure's off, too. Because yeah. maybe yeah. sometimes a, a good album doesn't come from a pressure cooker kind mm. of environment. Maybe it comes from like a bunch of friends getting together and doing what they want. And, yeah. Like, do, you know. do you guys think that maybe some bands should have just called it quits? <laughs> oh, of course. I'm trying to think of who, but... Postal like Service. Ma- they might be giants. Metallica. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. wait. You, you think they might be giants should have called it quits? Uh, have you heard the last two albums? Uh, the last album that I heard was their kids' album. Oh, they, yeah, they're, I'm listening to Nanobots. Okay. I, I, I like, just, I like I mean, their kids' album a lot. I, uh, I forget what it's called. It's like, like all the heart and passion that you hear in the earlier albums. Like, you know, up to like... Um, John Henry, it's just kind of like it's not there anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like it's weak. They're like, you know, John's voice is just kind of like he's just singing, and it just there's nothing I, there. At, at least those guys put out like so many songs, though. They oh yeah, they, they did their work. You know, I I felt like uh, uh, I don't know for a while I thought REM was just like. Like mm-hmm. they owed us a good album. Where is the? Like, <laughs> Do they still they? owe you a good album? Do they still owe you a good album? They, they've they're officially yeah they broke gone. up. At oh some no, point, I mean, but, but is there like a debt that has to be paid at some point? But Michael Stipe has to come to your child's well, birthday or something. Well, it's like is there is there a Michael Stipe in that needs to be paid? Oh, <laughs> aha. like that. <laughs> You ask. I do I like that. I like that a lot. But yeah. I want to get back to movies. Oh, oh whatever. I want to see. I'm, yeah, I like to hear about After Earth. Actually, yes, yeah, so I want to know about Will the Smiths. I couldn't avoid. <laughs> I, I I go to a lot of places, and I couldn't avoid hearing the negativity that was directed at it. Mm. You know, a lot of people were very critical of Jaden Smith's performance, and a lot of people were very critical of M. Night Shyamalan for some reason. He's just the director and co-writer. He didn't really have a lot to do with it, I don't think. Mm. But, um... It's really good! Well, it was a Scientology <laughs> movie, wasn't it? It's Wait, not! What? It's I, not. I, I'm pretty sure it was like a... a, 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 a 
I heard that it was a, like a car crash a movie. Heavily, a heavily movie. veiled Scientology mythos. Huh. Did, did you like it? There is a volcano. Did, did you like it, though? And there is a monster. I did. I did like it. I, I want to see it. I, I don't know it. if I would say it's the best movie ever, but uh, Honestly, very I'm solid. Not. Very serious, you know? Like, they didn't play it for laughs. There's a couple jokes here and there. So it's it a very, it's a very solid sci-fi? Yeah, it's a very nice. solid, like, Where's you know... M. Night in it? <laughs> M. Night is not in it that I can tell. Huh. Uh, Was there a twist? There was no twist. It is a very straightforward oh, story. <laughs> That's the twist, no, no. that there's no twist. Oh. The twist is there's no twist, yes. <laughs> Yes, he can't win. That's okay. that's the one. That's the one that should just retire and be done with this. Uh, Will Smith? No, well, no, no. He's no. got Sh- a lot of tests these days too. No, I, I, I really do. like Will Smith. I mean, I'll go on record. I I don't think I've seen yeah. a Will Smith movie that I did not enjoy. I, I like his Will Smith too. His cadence, everything no, is different. I think I've liked everything he's shown. I mean, and I'm a huge fan of Isaac Asimov. I read all the mm-hmm. robot books. I've read all the Foundation series. <clears throat> I've read tons of his short stories. I love Asimov. Um. As much as a departure from the stories iRobot was, and I should have gotten mad at it, I couldn't because it was a solid movie and it, it was, was fun. Yeah. You know, and it was well done, and I love the robot design. And you know, I mean, it, it, it just it was what it was. And they 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 played. I, I you know you probably couldn't in the nineteen seventies you could have made the iRobot movie straight up to the books because there was a certain aspect of sci fi. <laughs> That the 1970s had that will never be captured again, as far as I'm aware. Not having com- actual computers, <laughs> like For one. You, like I, now that we have the technology we have, like I feel like iRobot would be very difficult to make now because of what we know we can do for sure versus what we thought we could do. So there is some difference there. But yeah, I love the Will Smith movie also, and it, it is different, but. There's nothing wrong with being different than the source material as long as you can, as long as they're both good. Then who I mean, tell a good story. Yeah. Just tell a look good at story. I look at I Am Legend. Yeah, you know Will Smith's version is is it, okay. You had three versions of the movie. None of them <laughs> were faithful to the book. Uh, was it Richard Matheson who wrote yeah. the original book? Mm-hmm. Uh, he enjoyed all the movies for what they're worth. He's like, but you know. I, I, yeah, <laughs> you know, and this unlike this, a Roald Dahl who like hated you know, everything that was made like uh, the oh really Willy Wonka hmm. despised it. He's like he's like what the what, what is it what do you, what do, you do to my stories? It's a piece of shit, you know. Um, yeah, but uh, James and the Giant Peach is totally faithful huh. to the to the book. Is and it? Oh, maybe not totally, but it's pretty faithful to the book, and it's. Horrible. Yeah, it's pretty hard. Well, you know what I like? You know what I like? I like uh, I like the one Wes Anderson did, uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Oh my god, that movie is brilliant! And that it takes a lot of liberties with what no, Roald Dahl put on the page. The funniest thing is Fantastic Mr. Fox. My favorite scene in the movie is when he just raises his fist to the wolf. Yeah, he just there's this wolf, a random like wolf, like just like sitting on like a rock, just standing on a rock, like out in. They see him earlier in the movie. They're like, is that a, is that a wolf? Wow. He's like, hello, how you doing? The wolf just like, stands there the whole time, doesn't do anything. They're like, all right, and they drive along in the little motorcycle. And then later on in the movie, they just pass, They like, something happens, I don't want to give away anything. For anybody who hasn't seen the movie, see this movie. It's such a beautiful, it, it's, it's, it's honestly, it will go in the annals as a true uh, family classic. It's really that good. It's fantastic. Mr. Fox is beautifully are, done. Are you sure you're not confusing it with uh, Pee Wee Herman's Big Adventure, where he puts on his glasses <laughs> and he's like, ah! 
Oh, and they have a... He's like a wolf nope. around them and a stuffed animal. <laughs> I think they're confusing movies. They're both I, good I mean, movies. See them both. But anyway, he passes by the wolf again at the end of the movie. Uh, so, or towards the end of the movie, and he just raises his fist in the air, and the wolf does it back to him. And he's just like... It's just, the, the way Wes Anderson filmed this, it just it's, gives you this odd poignancy. And it's just... It's really... It's really cool. Like, yeah, dude, I got that. So, you know? Here's something interesting about that that actually correlates to what I was going to say about After Earth, which is that they're both sort of father and son stories. Yeah. Mm. And After Earth in particular, I was reading a post from someone that reviewed it on some website. I don't remember what. But maybe it was Blu-ray.com. Blu-ray-Blu-ray.com. Mm. And and what they were saying was that it was it was a good story for African American like fathers and sons because it was about sort of the father who's very strict and who goes by this old old timey code and the son who's into the very and, and, and they're both sort of combating this like bravura that leads to them to these dangerous situations you know hmm. so I thought it was interesting and, and when you watch the movie you actually do start to feel that because I had heard not to go against what you were saying, but I had heard that the actual story which was pitched was supposed to be just about a car crash and how the father has to kind of guide the son through dealing with this emergency situation. And it just oh, really? spun out into the sci-fi. Wow. Huh. <laughs> now, the only thing that gives me pause is that the, the CG graphics and some of the characterizations of those creatures aren't stellar. Mm. You can tell right. from the trailers they're not stellar, but mm. I mean, if you're if you're comparing it to the history of sci-fi movies, are they better it's than really sci-fi original films? Yes, it's better than sci-fi original films, and yes, there is yet another giant bird in an M Night Shyamalan film that behaves in ways that seem kind of strange and the Was there a shark of, a, of a predator bird. <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw Lady in the Water, but I'm yeah, just going to the I end. Did, I did not. The narf gets schnarfed by the gurf into I forgot it, and it about flies that into the air. It. And it's, it's poignant and beautiful in that it's mm. shot through like a waterfall kind of situation where you don't see it actually happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's also really horrible in that it's so cheesy. So, so do we agree that M. Night should retire now? Uh, no, no, no. no. As, I, a, as a director, I, I still like... <laughs> Most of his, the only movie he's done that I've hated is The Village. Like I cannot stand I like that I like film it. at all. I like The Village. Wow! I and liked you know what? Did you watch Avatar? Oh, oh! I oh, forgot. wait! I wait. completely the last dis- Airbender is horrible. <laughs> I forgot about that. I it, I removed that from my mind. My <laughs> bad. That exposition. Too. The movie. I, I I honestly I honestly watched it and I was like cringing the entire time because I'm a huge fan of the com- of the cartoon. Mm. Uh, I love the cartoon. It was amazing. Um, the new one is great. So I, I watch this movie. I'm like, I'm going to see because the, the effects <laughs> look fucking awesome. Like this is ima- exactly how I imagined the bending to look. And like, I see where he tried to like fit the entire f- friggin' four seasons <laughs> or, yeah. or the first two seasons or whatever into one. Like he's trying to hit points, but it's just like, oh my god, dude, what are you doing? Like, it was why not? Such a misstep. Oh my gosh, yeah. Like the. In trying to fit all of those seasons into one, he needed to show a lot more than tell. Yeah. And all he did was tell. Mm-hmm. It was like, 
I just and even the guys who created Avatar were like, when we have exposition, we have lots of interesting things going on in the background. But if you watch his movie, it's just boring. It's really mm-hmm. boring for long stretches of it, and it causes the audience. In its defense, my mother loved it. <laughs> really? <laughs> she really loved it. I don't know what's going on there. Oh my but, god! You know. uh, Last Airbender, though, what I thought was always great about it was the fight choreography because they they really understood how like people would fight if they were based in in the earth yeah. or based in water. And what I didn't like about Avatar: The Last Airbender is they didn't quite hit that for me as mm-hmm. well as they did for you. No, yeah, I mean that—that that was what the neat thing about Avatar was. And Dave, as a, you know, Tai Chi instructor or whatever the hell you do, <laughs> uh, go ahead, correct me because you always do. <laughs> no, go on, go on. Qigong is it Qigong? Uh, wait. Oh, you do that oh, uh, do ch- Chinese uh, martial arts in the park thing? <laughs> <laughs> I've been kicked out of so many parks. You have no idea. Really? Oh yeah, he, sit, he sits there dancing with his hand against a tree. You know what I do? I see the guy doing Tai Chi in Grand Theft Auto Four, and I go and I throw him off the bridge. <laughs> I, I've been I've been staying silent about the uh, Last Airbender because uh, it, 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 it's a little too uh, it's not accurate enough for my taste. <laughs> no, it, it really wasn't. But the thing is, I mean, if you watch the cartoon, they actually used. Real life martial arts forms. Yeah, I'm talking. I'm talking about the cartoon. <laughs> All right, fine. I, I I thought it was really cool. It was cool. The uh, the one time I watched the movie uh, was I only saw it riff tracks. Like I've never seen it any other way. So while I at least sort of enjoyed my viewing time with the movie, just because you know it it had comedy overtones with it where it wasn't supposed to. Um, so if you do have, if you've never seen The Last Airbender, and if you ever had the inkling to want to watch it, find the Rift Tracks version and check it out, because at least... Oh my god, I didn't realize it's they made okay. one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, The Happening is basically, it was made for Rift Tracks, right? It wasn't actually made to be viewed without an audience. Um, I haven't seen The Happening Rift Tracks, I'm going to have to track that down. Is I there just, one? I just think he, I don't know, I don't know, but there I just think he made that movie and he was like... <laughs> Boy, this is I'm gonna make a midnight movie, but no one's gonna know it because I've got this prestige vibe around me. <laughs> like he is a horrible, funny, weird, odd movie that you can look into yeah. in so many ways, like an older you know, like midnight style movie. Wait, did he did he do the prestige? He didn't do the prestige. No, no, the, the happening. happening. When, oh And the happening it has Zoe Deschanel and Mark. Wahlberg, Wahlberg yeah. and like this is a pre like that's new a, girl Zoe Deschanel. That's a, that's a match made in heaven. And right there. they mm. are acting. It's so weird. It's like he told them like, don't act like adults. Act like you're five years old hmm. and you're just throwing tantrums all the time. And there's it, this weird old lady who's like, wait, was that Mark? Are you in my lemon <laughs> drink? Like it makes no sense. Yeah. So. Did was it was it ghost directed by David Lynch? <laughs> <laughs> David Lynch just tweeted this. I'm if in case you're wondering, I'm thinking about steam shovels. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I saw today. I don't know what that even means. <laughs> do you do you know this girl, sir? I know shit from Shinola. <laughs> She's my brother's sister's girl. 
That's my David Lynch, per- hmm. David Lynch impersonation. Oh, I'm playing a totally David Lynchian game right now. It's called Deadly Premonition. It originally came out oh, for either yeah. Xbox or Xbox 360. I'm uh, not sure. It might have been the original. It yeah. looks like it came out for the it, Xbox. It, it might have, yeah. Even though I'm playing it, get this, on the PS3 in a director's cut, and I'm playing it in 3D. <laughs> But it is like Twin Peaks down to the conversations he has. He He's in the car driving with these horrible driving mechanics. I mean, you can actually... It's so meticulous. You can turn on the windshield wipers, the headlights. You can do all these things that really are just... They're just a distraction from how terrible playing the game is. Mm. Uh, yeah, I've heard a lot of good things about that game. Just from, like, uh, like almost in a cult fashion. Like, it's got yes. like this cult vibe to it, like... You should try this game. You may not love it, but you should really try it. You might, you might want. It might be one of one of your favorite games. The weirdest thing about it is that I started it, and there's like, for the first thirty minutes, I was fighting these weird zombies that were like, "Oh no, don't kill me!" And they were like, (laughs) they actually do the Matrix thing where they bend themselves over backwards and come at you like this, like upside down kind of Matrix or Oh God, wait, 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 wait. I'm s- I was actually zoning out for me. It reminds me a bit of um, uh, Amanda's fault, Shimizu, Takashi Shimizu's uh, movie, The Grudge, sort of. You know, like, right. oh, like, or like spider a walk contorted or... spider walker, or, or, yeah. or uh, even better uh, yet, uh, the original. The original, exorcist. yeah, that's right. what I was and thinking. Had yeah. that scene that they re-put in with mm-hmm. the CG, yes, yes. and I'll never watch that version again. Did you but... ever see the? And like, if you haven't seen it, fucking don't watch it. It took me, uh, Richard. Yeah, I mean, if you're remarkably patient with movies, I'm almost as patient as you are. Yeah. Almost. <laughs> what movie is this? The Day of the Dead remake. Oh, oh. I've been looking up zombie movies. I think and I that watched was the one it. That I, oh stuck yes, out. that was horrible. God, it's got like a marquee cast of B-list actors. Oh, yeah, movies, right? God. Yeah, yeah. It was just one of those things, like. And I had people over to watch it, so I think I finished Don't it because... Don't do that to people, Richard. I didn't know at the time it came out, and I was oh, like... Oh, sweet Jesus. Mina yeah, Savari. Let's get together and watch Jesus. all this Mina stuff. Mina Savari, Bing Rames. Bing Rames? He comes back. Yeah. Because he was in Dawn of the Dead, so you know, it, that works, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> the worst part about... It, it's one of those movies that should be riff tracks. I don't know if there's a riff tracks for it. There should be. No, there shouldn't because I never want to have to sit through that again. <laughs> even even the riff tracks of Birdemic was god awful, and I will never sit through that. It wasn't there. There are quips Yeah, their their quips weren't even funny enough to make that watch enjoyable. It was painful. I, I, and, I, I love that riff track version that I filmed. <laughs> it is, oh, that man. movie is god awful, horrible, and I can't wait for the riff tracks part two. I love that it came out on Blu-ray. Yeah. I love that it came out in a high definition. Oh, that movie really? was shot oh. on, you know, <laughs> the worst. a toaster. They just pointed a toaster <laughs> oh at the action. <laughs> they should totally partner up with the riff tracks guys and release that on Blu-ray. They shouldn't even release the sequel without the riff tracks. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. So yeah, Mina Sabari, Nick Cannon. Nick Uh, Cannon! Cannon, I forgot about that, yeah. He's wiling out. (laughs) Bing Rames. Annalyn McCord from the 90210 remake. Well, you actually know who that is. I do. I, have I no do. Idea. I follow the tabloids. That's, that's that? a little frightening. That is horrible. He did like yeah. Burtback Mountain. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Like, the movie was kind of crappy. 
throughout the entire thing. And then at the point where the zombies started crawling on the wall and ceiling, that's where I really was like, oh my okay. god. Hold on. What do you guys think? Oh, sorry. This is the Day of the Dead. When the, when the zombies first start zombying, uh, they're in a hospital. And uh, there's a scene where these super fast zombies, you know, I mean, above human speed, like, this zombie starts running after somebody down the hall. Now, I mean, it's a, it's, it's a straight shot. The guy's yeah. right in front of him. All he's got to do is run at him, maybe jump to take him down. No, he runs at him, runs, crawls up the wall, crawls up the ceiling, and then jumps down. Yeah. Why? I have no fucking clue. Yeah, yeah. They do exactly. it. They do. They do that effect like three times in the movie, just for no reason. For just like, hey, our zombies crawl on the walls, guys. Yeah. I, well, why do they crawl on the walls, dude? They crawl on the walls. Okay. What purpose does this serve? No, no. I, I, I don't think. Them. I don't think you're listening to me, man. Dude, they crawl on the walls. If the zo- if you didn't, how much money are you putting into this? A lot. <laughs> All right, fine. They crawl on the walls. <laughs> If you didn't, like, it, it, could, it could have been done well, like, if, if people walked into the room and, like, the zombies were already on, the, on like, the walls and they dropped down onto you, like, hey, alright, they're not looking for me and I gotcha. But, like, for them to be, like you said, running at you and then take more effort to get to you than necessary was What's wrong with these zombies? Yeah, it's like, what the... Aren't you running on instinct? Like, shouldn't your instinct be get to point from A to B as fast as friggin' possible? The floor was lava. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's like the sharks. kid's game. What, what, what was the floor for you? Mine was lava also. Mine was lava. We've what was the act- floor for you, Mannix? For what? Like, like the, when, when you had to stand you know, on furniture. <laughs> yeah. when oh, you, it was lava. It was lava. Yeah. I think that's, that was just a generic... For, that was the general go-to. And and for me, because I've had this conversation with Dave before, it was just water, because <laughs> I don't like swimming. Uh, for those that don't know me, I'm black, so I don't swim that well. Um, <laughs> Incidentally, the Japanese word of this week is kanazuchi, which means not able to swim. Ah. Oh. That was, oh, uh, we've learned oh. something today. Bazinga. <laughs> Nigga? What? Oh. <laughs> Well, they liked it. I don't. I don't know what I'm looking at. Uh, Maddox is cycling through things uh, on the interwebs and pulled up an interesting clip, which maybe you can link to or something. Uh, no, it's uh, I'm on 4chan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just figured I'd pull up a distraction. As long as we're on the zombie theme, can we can we discuss how bad World War Z looks? I mean, it looks uh. so bad. I okay. I'm gonna take a, a slightly contrarian Wait, did, opinion. Did you here. read the book? Yes, okay. it is completely different than the book. Okay. Completely different, and uh, which bothers me to no end. I will say because I've I've met Max Brooks a couple of times, like, and I've talked to him, and I think he's awesome. And the fact that they're not making his book but still attaching his name to it bothers the hell out of me. At the same token, I do want to see this movie. <laughs> like, like I, 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 I'm just gonna try to. That's disturbing. I just kind of want to separate the two and watch it for what it is. Th- there's, there's, like, this is a piece it? of crap. I mean, I don't think there's. <laughs> I want to watch it for what it is, which is a piece of crap. It might be shit. I'm gonna give it a shot. It might be shit. I don't think there's oh, okay. any reality all, where Forrester. humans will act like that, though. Where they'll they'll climb on mountains of each other to get over a stupid wall. I don't think there's ever. 
Like actually, that'd make a pretty cool game. <laughs> Zombie Bridge. Zombie. Didn't there wasn't that called Lemmings? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe this is Lemmings. That, movie. that, that was on was Sega Genesis script. and Windows 3.0. They made a <laughs> they made a script for Lemmings the movie, and then they were just yeah. like, "Well, we've got this zombie property. Why don't we just uh, scratch out Lemmings?" Uh, uh, no, but seriously, uh, it kind of looked okay. I want I want to watch it. I don't want to attach. Like it's like, all right, this is obviously not the book what, that I want. What but. about Mark Forster as a director makes you think he can take on a worldwide uh, Resident Evil style zombie epic? I and they couldn't even do I, the original Resident Evil. He thing. failed so oh. horribly to capture Quantum of Solace, and that's the only other action movie he's really done. I think. Okay, now I, you, that was, I still you, haven't seen that, but that was supposed to be awesome. No, Quantum of Solace that was, was okay. That but, was, oh wait, wait, no, 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 that, that was, no, Skyfall. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. No, Skyfall. Skyfall. Was good. Yeah, that, that was, was really good. Quantum Solace was yeah. now okay. I did not look at the director. I had no knowledge right, of right, anything all right, all until right. you all just right. told me this, and now you've made me the, get distracted by a happy girl eating some something. The, 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 the worst travesty. <laughs> the worst travesty of this is World War Z would have made an. Awesome television series. Yes. Awesome. And it would have been perfect, so especially well. with the zombie uh, craze that's going around right now on TV. It would have been perfect. Mm-hmm. Nah, they would have fucked it up. Yeah, probably. I don't know. Like, yeah, they fucked up Revolution. That was an awesome show. I'm behind on that, so I... I, I know, I, I loved it. I'm, I'm behind it. on it you, right you now. You just saw The Dark Tower, and you were like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I'm uh, on it. I feel like they me. wasted so much potential. They did. Own. There was a lot of stuff that they could have done more, but I enjoyed what I got. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. I, I, I concede that it's, it is entertaining still, but I feel like I signed up for one show and they've slowly slipped in a different one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm going to have to catch up on that at some point. Yeah, we can't talk about yeah. it. It's... Um, so maybe at this point we can segue into something else. Um, which... Kawadu of Solace? <laughs> you know, Kawato from yeah. maybe like Kawato's a spy. Dude, lifts up his shirt, little fucking midget on his belly. <laughs> Actually, that could kind of go well. Maybe if you could figure out a way to like put something over so it looked like normal skin for a while. A flap then, of skin. Yeah, and then like later on, you can just kind of. Uh, but how would he ever? Yeah, never mind. I'm gonna seg- I'm thinking guys, way too through, way too much of this. I'm gonna seg you into something different. The Chikata, 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 Chikata. It doesn't matter. says this a word. Locusts. The locusts. The locusts. Swarmageddon is on. I've already seen reports coming in of the New Jersey Swarmageddon that's mm. happening right now. And I just want to ask you guys about your own things. I hear, I hear they're very tasty cicadas. I I haven't seen a single one. So I haven't seen them yet. One thing that I, I listen to a lot of NPR and at some point someone's talking about cicadas and like because eating bugs and whatever like some people eat different things than cicadas and they were like okay that's cool just be careful about where they came from because they've been in the ground for seventeen years and <laughs> we've polluted seasoned. they're seasoned <laughs> but we we polluted the ground. Way more and be like, if you're gonna eat cicadas, be careful from where they came from because maybe where they came from might be polluted and whatever else. Um, bug stories that I guess mine from imported from Switzerland. Don't, yeah. don't, eat, don't eat the cicadas from Patterson or Passaic. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. 
Anywhere, actually, along, like, anywhere al- near the Hudson River is probably shit. <laughs> so I'm driving in Patterson late at night. Mm. And I, I go no, past... No, you're not. You're sitting at a table talking on a podcast. No, mm. I'm telling you a story, and I'm taking you into the present oh, of that moment. Oh, theater of the mind. Oh. I'm driving in Patterson at night, and my, my headlights... You know, I'm in kind of the ghetto section. Uh, like, uh, what are you, I don't know what to call it. You mean like, Patterson? Uh, <laughs> Patterson. Yes. No, there's like really bad sections. Yes, okay. I was in like District 1, which okay. is where the flooding happened, where they lost, like the library would close for like seven months and nobody would do anything yeah. about it. Yeah. I'm in driving through and my headlights hit some, some utes, you know? And they just look like trouble. And... And I drive past, and I accidentally went in a circle because I, I went down a dead end street, so I had to come back. When I came back, it wasn't Utes anymore. It was like weird mongoose. I think they're shapeshifters. <laughs> 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 My friend Zach was with me, and he goes, "They're grouses." <laughs> I don't know what a grouse is, but it sounds totally perfect for what that was. <laughs> Strangely, I've I've seen like deer in Patterson also. Like it's it's just one of those areas that, and maybe Jersey as a whole is like this, where it doesn't matter how much of a city this is, right? You're still gonna fucking find deer. Well, I the, don't understand. <laughs> that. The deer are hooked, man. They, yeah. well, it's not they have to have their smack. You guys realize you drive twenty to thirty minutes in any direction oh, yeah. except east, and you're in the woods. Yeah, right. You know, that, that's what, like 90% of New Jersey is all forced. The Appalachian Trail runs right through New Jersey. I agree with that, but how the hell I wind up seeing a... It would almost be like if I saw a deer in Manhattan. Because Patterson itself... I mean, there is a lot of woods around it. Patterson to, itself includes the Garrett Mountain Range. True. It does have a lot of... It has woodsy areas, but I saw it on like... I saw a deer on like 19. Like, it wasn't... <laughs> I feel like it was like, all right, that's just weird as hell. How did you get here without getting hit between now and whatever? Like, you should have been hit by now. <laughs> I was, um... Deer. <laughs> I lost the train of thought there. Were you, were you part of the spotlights? <laughs> I was. I'm the deer in the headlights. I actually had a band called that in Japan, hmm. and this is hilarious. We, I gave the name to the mar- to the person who writes the marquee, and what came back was "Dear, the light is on." <laughs> and I was surprised because you know, oh, that's pretty good English, even yeah. though it's a total, yeah. you know, warping of what I told them. Yeah. Oh. But um, yeah. Weirds, dear Patterson. So well, there was a bear. There was a bear in the tree. A watching station uh, in Montclair. It was yesterday. Huh. That was like big on the news. There's a bear watching the train station, and there was there was a bear sitting up in a tree, just watching the commuters. <laughs> <laughs> like out, like they didn't they didn't try to get him away. They just let him be. Mm. He didn't come down, or he or she didn't come down. They hung out in the tree, watched commuters. The police came back like an hour after rush hour. Bear was gone. He's just like yeah, I was bored. People watching. <laughs> there, was, the, so there, there was a bear in a tree uh, near like near where I live. I'd be waiting for someone to bring a trampoline back. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was there was a bear and he was causing all sorts of trouble. And they couldn't tranquilize them because when they shot the tranquilizers, if they missed, it would go into the middle of the street and into all this traffic. I think oh. so. They just killed him. 
<laughs> oh, what? <laughs> they killed the bear because they couldn't trank him. Because they couldn't... You know, I've seen... So wait, how did they kill him without the same fear of tranquilizing him? <laughs> I think they just wanted like, to kill him. Like, did they shoot him and it was like, oh, well, if we miss... <laughs> I'm assuming Peter's a little miffed about this. <laughs> Manix has you, like... Manix has you, like, going infinitely into Patrick's mouth. Yes. Patrick the starfish from Spongebob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go. If I can do this. Oh, oh no. It's Wait. A, <laughs> if you do that, we might just be sucked into an alternate universe. Yeah. He's pointing. <laughs> what's happening right now, people who are only listening, is that Manix is pointing our web camera at footage of David inside of a box going infinitely into Patrick the Starfish mouth. And, and I'm, and I'm watching myself do this, so yeah. <laughs> Inception! Bomb! <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. So what one one other uh topic I actually wanted to kind of discuss right. at some point. Right. Uh video games. Farts. <laughs> and and more specifically fucking hardware, which uh hard. Yeah, yeah, because uh, you've got, you know, the Xbox One coming out soon. It's I'm stoked. The PS4. So, I would, like, after the, the press release, or not press release, the press conference that, that Microsoft had for the Xbox One, I was actually like, all right, I'm, you know, like, I'm kind of psyched for this whole thing. Like, I'm down to talk to Oh, my... you didn't mind not seeing any games? Yes, <laughs> I was actually, you know what, and here's Wait, why. the Xbox One? Yeah. They showed games. They showed the new uh, well, yeah, at the Ghost Recon. They showed uh, what else? That other one that's going on with, with the guys. <laughs> it's actually um, I don't remember what it's called. Call of Duty. Ghost. They showed three yeah, games and they showed about. Madden. Yeah, yeah, you gotta yeah, get that FIFA, Madden. Hey, I was completely fine with them not showing any games because they did show games. Well, okay. not compared to PS3 4, which Four. showed like three new entries in their like franchises. It, you know. Like if if if, Halo, if Microsoft had gone out and shown Halo, we'd be yeah. having a different discussion. It, I, I'm I'm rego- like yeah, if ahead, they showed ahead. no games at all, I'd be, I'd been completely fine with it because I uh, I just assume that both consoles are going to get games, and I want to know what makes console A different from console B because I plan I was planning on only buying one of them. So it was like, all right, I know the PS4 is going to have games, and okay, what else is it going to do? And Microsoft came out and said, all right, we're going to do all this other cool stuff, and we'll tell you about the games later. And I'm kind of cool with that. Like, it's like, all right, uh, all right, uh, it sounds interesting. I'm down with the concept of that they showed me. The well, one thing that yeah, go ahead. What did, what did you uh, what did you think was so cool that uh, wasn't a game? I you can't well, already do. Um. I, I, I can't talk to my TV that easily and tell it to do stuff. I tell my TV to do stuff all the time. Bitch, don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> TV, get me a fucking beer. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. I, I've probably done that too. Like, what are you doing talking to the TV? And it just is. You want to have conversations with your TV? Is that what you're telling us? Sometimes. Hi, yeah, TV. Sometimes. You no, know we don't talk. You don't show that. your TV <laughs> enough loving. That's the problem. Yeah. Ah, uh, yo, you don't know what happens <laughs> late at night. <laughs> 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 right, get to your point, get to your point. No, 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 Let's but I, I'm, I'm, I was completely all in for the Xbox One, It, it, but it has one thing that's bothering the crap out of me, 
that uh, Microsoft came out today and officially said that um, they are going to require you to have it connected to the internet at least tw- once every 24 hours. Which you already do anyway, so what's the point? Or difference? what? The, uh, or you can't play... like So, you, you won't be able to play... It, it basically does like a DRM check where it says, oh, you're allowed to play this game. And it does it once a day. Um, and if it doesn't do that check, then you won't be able to play the game. And, and then what? Um, and then, then until you until it connects back to the internet again, uh. um, which isn't a huge huge deal, except like after we went through like you know like Hurricane Sandy where I didn't have internet for a week, right. and one of the only things that kept me sane for that week was the ability to play video games. Uh, I, I don't know, like, that's one of those things like, ah, I don't know if I want to buy, if I want to spend $500 or whatever they're going to charge on a system where... What's the alternative for you? Well, I guess if the PS4 doesn't have that same thing, and that's an if, because who knows, maybe they'll turn around and say, oh, by the way, we're doing the same thing too. But if the PS4 doesn't do that, then that might lead me more towards that. And I'm a hardcore Xbox, like, I love Microsoft stuff. I was all set to buy an Xbox One, but that might turn me off from it just because I don't know if I want to... I don't like a potential restriction. Maybe I'll never lose internet access. Maybe from now till whatever It could be like Philadelphia. It could be like... uh, Maybe it's not Philadelphia, but a place in Pennsylvania has, uh, like, cloud for the entire town. Yeah. So you'd always be connected, even if you didn't pay into it. You just pay through your taxes, basically. It, yeah. It doesn't sound like it doesn't sound but, like a very good business move. I mean, okay, so let's say you're a, you know you're in Jersey, and you know potentially you might have internet all the time, but you know what about places that aren't? It, it's not as readily available. Other countries where it's not as readily available. It's like you're you're uh, cutting off yeah. your arm. You know. I yeah, have trouble exactly. taking you seriously because Manix has positioned you to be a black goat fucker. I am. I am a black goat fucker. <laughs> we had to change the contrast on the it's Skype the whole time. It's too bad because people can't see. You know, this is this is exactly how seriously people take me at work too. So I'm used to it. <laughs> no, okay, Manix. I want to hear your opinion because you've been very quiet on this. Xbox One, are you in? He ain't listening. Uh, I, <laughs> You're right. I'm really not listening. <laughs> no, I, 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 I still. I mean, I worked for GameStop for six years. You know, I was, I was just short of officially an area manager. I, 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 you know, I had a few stores under my, my quote unquote command. I think that's a blessing in um, disguise, perhaps though. Yeah, but the thing is, I still have yet to actually own a PS3. Mm. I've never owned a PS3. I've barely played, barely, barely touched a PS3. I, I I love my Xbox and I watch I watched the uh, press press release for the the new Xbox One and I was nothing but just wonderfully taken aback. Yeah, I I am very multi. I watch a crap ton more movies than I watch, you know, video games. Uh, one of my favorite features. I hope that, you don't watch video games. You know what I'm saying? People play blah 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 blah. Maybe so, if is playing, he's just sitting there fondly, or fondly watching. Like yeah. Maybe he just watches that like intro screen where they demo <laughs> the game over yeah. and over again. But, um, I wish I could play this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a choice. We yet. use the controllers as vibration. No, I mean, when, when, when they first qualities. came out with, with the update that included Netflix party watching where you could have multiple people to watch a movie, 
I love that. Yeah. Dave, I think you were one of the first people I, 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 I watched a movie with on that. <laughs> I think we would. Wait, describe we this one. experience for me, please. Because um, as okay. a PS3 owner, I'm deprived. So, you could start, like, you know, you know how you can talk to people while you're playing a game? Same thing, only with the movie. It's basically Maddox telling me when he farted. Yeah, more or less. <laughs> Dude, I just farted. No, I'm I, I'm almost completely down with the Xbox One and everything else. And I, I, I the only reason I bought a PS3 was because at the time it was the, it was the cheapest way to get a Blu-ray player. So it was like, all right, I'm just going to get one so I can play movies on it. Xbox, and watch me masturbate. <laughs> Xbox, don't you look away. <laughs> record. Xbox, record, replay, nonstop. <laughs> Xbox. You have to. You have to, to. You have to pay for that subscription stream. to watch yourself yeah. masturbate. No, it's just like just torturing the Xbox. It's like it's always watching you. You know. Yeah. It's like I'll give you something to watch. Xbox. Fry, it fries its own circuits. You know. It's like. I'm completely <laughs> down with all of that stuff. I, I'm completely. Wait, what? Making your Xbox watching masturbate? <laughs> yeah, why not? I, I was why kidding. Not? Why not? I was just why trying not? to be funny. <laughs> I'm down for it. Whatever. I, and Brian, Brian had brought up a good point earlier, I think maybe before we started recording, about the idea of maybe having it accidentally record you having sex with someone unintentionally. I thought Maddox was putting on his lipstick, but I think it's one of those blue cigarettes. Yes. <laughs> can you can you name your Xbox so you could talk to it instead of saying, Xbox, turn on and record me banging That's this chick? That's a good question. They Jeffrey! Sh- no, you, I wonder if your Xbox has a safe word. <laughs> yeah, Apple. <laughs> <laughs> so no, every Xbox name Hal is like, what are you doing? Please stop. Please stop that. Why are you making me watch? I'm afraid. Sing memories! Daisy, Daisy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little 2001 humor for uh, you old guys. There should be do, like. Do uh, you guys like? Can I can't even think of anybody under the age of maybe like twenty five who even has who, who's ever watched two thousand one. Mm. You know, it's it's not it's, it's not an easy <laughs> movie to watch. Asleep. No, she's never watched. I've fallen asleep during two thousand one. You've never seven seen. Times. You know, well, it's, it's, okay. I've seen it all. I've just oh, seen okay. it in pieces. That, for me, that's okay. that's Kubrick with that Kubrick. one exception, one solid exception, and that is Doctor Strangelove. The yes. only Kubrick movie that I can stay awake through the entire time. Yes, mm, brilliant. I like even that, the Shining, like, like Clock even the Shining. I love his movies. He's a wonderful director, amazing. And I've seen all of his movies just in parts. Mm. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Right. Fair enough. He's very Kurosawa. Full Metal Jacket. Right. That. You know what, Dave? That's a very brilliant. But it's you know true. what, Kurosawa was a little more exciting. Well, I no, mean, no. I mean, if you watch some of his, some of his lesser known movies, like. Uh, um, Throne of Blood. It, I was just going to bring that up. That was great. It is, but he's got a scene where one of the main characters is riding a horse, and he's just riding back and forth like five times. He runs this way, turns the horse around, goes back the <laughs> other way. And he does that like five times. Well, you know, most of those movies also were, were, were like iterations of Shakespeare. Oh, yeah. Well, that was, that yeah. was Macbeth. Yeah. That doesn't mean it has to be boring. <laughs> <laughs> what, Rashomon was what? King Lear? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't remember which other which other uh, Shakespeare's he did. How's your Wii U treating you, Richard? <laughs> yeah, uh, we haven't we pretty, haven't heard about the Wii U in forever. Pretty dusty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, 
Laura gets more use out of it than I do from strictly using it for Netflix because it is one of the easiest things to play streaming stuff on. Um, that's it's it really is one of the 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 things I give it. Like if I want to stream anything, I'll usually use the Wii U just because if it's like oh crap, I'm I'm watching something, but I've got to get up and go. Let's say to the kitchen and do something. I can flip it to the screen I'm watching or like the tablet screen and bring it with me to whatever I'm doing and keep watching it um, and then so I can go like back. It's like an iPad. Basically. But it's like, alright, I'm streaming, like, it's on the TV and then it's back. And you can do that with an iPad and like, I think, uh, Apple TV. May- I don't know if you can go back and forth that easily between the two. But and it makes sense. it's similar to that. Like, that's the only thing that I really feel like the Wii U is good at, is streaming. Like, not playing video games. <laughs> Are you excited to see what they bring to, uh, no. to Best Buy? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, whatever they do, they're going to do. I don't even... Like, I bought it, and I knew, what the, I knew the day I bought it, it was an impulse buy. I wasn't going to buy it. I bought it because it was there. <laughs> you bought it because you were Richard. Yeah. I don't even buy a lot of stuff anymore. I try not to do that, but that I bought because it was it, it was like, what, I can walk in and buy a console day one without pre-ordering it? What magical shit is this? All right, I'll pick it up. That was a mistake. <laughs> uh, so, a little bit of information about Richard. I used to go to his house because my friend Sean was living there. And, oh, you're my friend too, but, you know, most of the time you weren't even there. Yeah. And... There would always be a pile of Amazon.com packages <laughs> yep. that had not been opened in yep. uh, like a month. And a wall oh. full of DVDs. DVD packages. Like 70% of which were never opened. So still, yeah. still are you're telling me. Yes. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I've, I've changed my ways on a lot of things. I've stopped ordering things that I do not care about or will not open. Like, I'm, I've, I, don't, I, I haven't become a Luddite. But I've definitely trimmed down on. Ooh, look at Richard. He's in the light. Richard, yeah, Richard just bought the entire Galaxy stuff. High series. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> Did you watch it? Oh shit! No, <laughs> no, he didn't. He didn't watch it. <laughs> no, I did not open it or watch it yet. I'm saving that to. Like I, I also just moved, so I haven't had time to really watch much of anything yet. Um, in my own defense, because I bought that two weeks, week and a half ago now, but, yeah, I haven't had a chance to check it out. Have you guys noticed that Blu-ray pre-orders are coming out the week the movie opens? Yeah, before you even Before you've even had a chance to see it, you can yeah. buy it. Like, Star Trek, I was like, wait, what? how the hell can I pre-order Star Trek Into the Dark, or Into Darkness, or whatever, already on Amazon.com? That makes no sense. I don't even know if they have a date for the D- for the Blu-ray release yet, but you can pre-order it already. Like yeah, it's, with it's, the special edition, like I think they already announced the special edition stuff it comes with, and it's like, what the hell? How far in advance did you plan this out? That's that's what they've done now. I I I've worked at video stores practically since I was before the legal age to work. Like I used to go hmm. to the video stores in my town. And at one place, you know, he had a lot of anime. He had, all the, he had the entire Macross series, which for me was huge because hmm. I loved it. He had Gotcha Man videotapes. He had all this awesome stuff. And I would, he'd bring his dog to the video store. And I'm like, hey, man, I'll walk your dog if you give me free rentals. Hey, I'll sweep your store if you give me free rentals. So I used to hmm. do all that. And then I uh, would do that the same. When that one closed down, another video store opened. 
So when I was 19, I got my first job at an actual video store, and you know, I worked there for a few years. I worked at Palmer Video, Blockbuster Video, West Coast Video, Hollywood Video, you know, all these video stores, Tower Records, the whole nine. Point I'm making is, back in the day, like it used to be like months to years yeah. before a movie would come out on home video. Yeah. And when it came out on home video, initially, it was like, I think the first big like day and date release for retail and rental was Jurassic Park. Because mm. I was working at Palmer when that came out. It was like it came out in '94 on video, and um, or was it? No, it yeah, might, it might, might have been Jurassic Park too, though. Though mm. I'm thinking of. Regardless, um, you know, it was a, it became a big thing because it used to be that when videotapes <clears> came out, the actual cost for the manufacturer was literally seventy eight dollars, seventy eight dollars. <laughs> so at Palmer Video, when I had to order a bunch of copies of, I don't know. Ishtar. Oh, I don't even. I can't even think of what movies were coming out. By <laughs> but did you buy Ishtar? Well, well, we'd have to order like ten copies for seventy eight dollars, and then push the rentals on that to make our money back. Yeah. So and then they started coming out with these movies. Which, that that's kind of like where the turn. That's where the turn happened in the mid nineties when they started coming out releasing videotapes. Um, because the, the tapes themselves actually, I used to have to splice tapes. You know, people would rent it, they'd pick it up, and I'd have to splice it back onto the reel. Hmm. Uh, the VHS stuff. Um, the you can tell the quality of the actual tape itself was different between the seventy dollar version. Like they used to use really high quality. The the picture was a little better. It was recorded on you know the the the, the longer speed, so it, you know more data on the on the tape, what have you. Um, but then they started realizing that people really don't give a shit. Most of the VCRs are dirty. The pictures aren't really going to come out that clean. So we're just going to release these. Uh, retail versions on day and date and that was when the downfall of video stores happened because suddenly you know Palmer I was there for two years boom that closed uh, I went to uh, gosh what was it Hollywood or not Hollywood West Coast after that and know yeah. the West Coast had initially bought the remainders of the Palmer and then started closing themselves yeah uh, and then Hollywood went after that, and then Tower Records closed, and now Blockbusters, there's the Blockbuster right down the street. I'm shocked that they were still one open, but they're selling off all their stock. I bought four, mm. four Blu-rays for uh, for 24 bucks. Finally, got to see Attack the Block, which is fucking oh, awesome. Oh, I love that. Banging movie. Um, but yeah, and then, oh my god, that's another discussion, but maybe one time we'll tell you about when, when VHS were finally being phased out, and Laserdiscs were being phased out at the same time, because... There was a big war at the time. It was, what's it going to be? Is it going to be DivX or DVD? Mm. There were DivX players in the market. Yeah, I forgot there were DVD. about that. Yeah, nobody remembers that wow. anymore. My, yeah. dad or, my dad was on the DivX side, and we were all like, what the f*** is <laughs> yeah. wrong with you? Uh, your dad might have been that guy that came into uh, uh, Sun Ghost Video and had an argument with me. We're like, I will bet you $300 that come the end of this year, DivX has got the freaking format war I will bet you right now I'm like alright buddy we'll shake on it I'm like y'all shake on it and we shook on it I never saw that dude here's again. the thing dude, your dad owes him a hundred bucks you gotta explain to the audience that DivX was DVDs that you re- that you buy but you don't own like you can only play them a certain amount without having to pay more money I, I, I still don't understand I still don't know. Oh, it's a bri- it's a it's a bold. Uh, it, if that was the only especially thing that like this movie will self destruct in forty minutes. <laughs> it's, it's, a a it's a weird thing because that's it's a, it's a weird thing because it's almost like where we're headed now with digital media. 
Like, it was just like, oh, we're giving you a physical thing that you can only do X amount of stuff with, but... Like, the stuff we're doing with Yeah, but, with I mean, you know there's going to be now. hacks in, like, five oh, minutes yeah. after release. Yeah. Remember when PS2, uh, PS3 came out? They were like, oh, the hackers <laughs> aren't going to touch this machine. No. Dude, five minutes after after launch, oh, we freaking... We, 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 you know, we, we wiped the hard drive and loaded up a Linux version of the PS3 operating system on here. Oh, yeah, we can play boot games or whatever, no problem. Yeah. And Sony was like, no, that's, that's a lie, you can't do that. And they're like, no, look, we can. Yeah. And, like, tons of people were doing it and releasing videos online, they're like, oh, shit, so let's come up with another model. And they kept doing it, they kept releasing different models and different models, and the modders and hackers were just like, ha, 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 yeah, no. Ha, <laughs> ha, yeah, no, 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 I got this. So, Life they can say, away. yeah, right, Thank you, Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> <laughs> but let, let, let's say a couple but let's, buttons and <laughs> show some hair. I don't have any hair. But let's say let's say there was a way for them to restrict the number of times you were to watch a movie. How many times would you buy the same movie over and over again? None. It depends on uh, what it well, was. Let's say let's say it's uh, like uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Hmm. Like you, you can only watch it three times, and then it self destructs. And then I just go back to my Blu-ray copy that I own right now. <laughs> no, but or so my DVD. Say, say Divic succeeded. Right. Yeah, and that that was the only way that I have it on VHS. Yeah. <laughs> right, you would have stuck yeah. with VHS. As I still, I still like to watch VHS now and then. I, I unfortunately mm. don't have a VG, VHS player right now, but I still have some tapes. <laughs> I, <laughs> and I still have, <laughs> I still have the very first copy of Evil Dead that I got when I was about like maybe fourteen years old. Mm. Now me and my friends sat in my little bedroom, my basement bedroom, and we sat there and watched it. And it was freaking us out because it was a different world back then. It's like that's this is this equivalent of people being scared at horror movies in the nineteen fifties with a big fake ass looking rubbery monster because they, it was just something they hadn't seen before. But there was an ambiance about the VHS tapes. Yeah. Especially the fact that a lot of these horror movies, Evil Dead was only released once on VHS and it was Is that Brian making noise? I don't know what he's doing. Oh, the rewinding sound? <laughs> Did I miss something here? I think he's making the rewinding sound of a Oh, gosh. Yeah. Right. It was like, for a second, it was like, is there is that a phone going? Like, what yeah. the... I have, I had, we're all confused. We're like, what? This is like? my third glass, or fourth, I, I can't remember. <laughs> Richard and I have finished off half of a bottle. Oh, Jesus. I thought you guys were about to blame me, too. and I, But I was hearing it in both ears. <laughs> No, I stopped. I said, Brian, like, in the middle of a... St- I don't even remember what the hell I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I wanted to ask Mannix something. Yes, dear. A young Mannix is working in a video store. Okay. And he sees the success story of Quentin Tarantino, a video <laughs> store clerk who made it. Kevin Smith, another video store clerk hmm. who just rose to the top of his profession. I'll hmm. stop you right there. Chris Hardwick. A fucking... Geek that oddly enough, I'm told constantly that I look exactly like, I talk exactly like. We are just as geeky as one another. Basically, we are mirror images of one another. But he is a millionaire, uh, you know, <laughs> and worldwide famous. Has a show on the BBC, and I got fuck off. So yeah, there's there's three people that have that analogy. Well, wait, what, did it, were did you it, going to ask him something? Did it, did it did it put pressure on you to try to like make something happen? Maddox and I um, made a Star Wars movie. 
Oh my god, I wish I still had that. Oh, you know, I want to see that. Yeah, I want to air that wait, right what? now. I, I want to put that on Nerdbase. If I could find it, I would. So people can see it. It must be on VHS. Maybe if we just shine a, like, take a, a lighter. You can probably find a VHS. Hey, Dave, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, well, we, we decided to remake uh, episode four with Claymation. And oh, so wow. we were doing this stop motion Claymation thing. And we are doing this scene where Luke is buying uh, the droids. And, uh, you know, so they're going over to this red, uh, Play-Doh droid. <laughs> it's got a, it's got a firecracker sticking out of the side of his head. And you hear Maddox go, oh, I'll take that one. And then you just see a hand reach over and light the firecracker. But, but the, <laughs> the wick was too short and it just explodes right then and there. And you, the camera falls over and you just hear, ah, I'm a baby. <laughs> and there, was, there was a Jawa on the ceiling. That much I remember. <laughs> it was seriously. It was like like with the letter. It was like click, shwack, <laughs> and it was in the smallest little room. So it was like in a fucking attic bedroom, like a tiny little attic bed. It was so our ears were ringing. We had hot clay stuck to our faces. It was fucking clay shrapnel all over. <laughs> It was amazing. The film ended there. I wish you still had it. Oh, you better find that. You must have oh, it. That could have gone viral today. Yeah. <laughs> you have to have that wow. somewhere. It's too bad there wasn't viral when we were. Yeah. I, I, I have. I, I, I literally have shit tons of VHS that would mm. probably just me and my friends just just. I mean, I was doing jackass videos. You know. I'm gonna sound like a hipster now. I was doing Jackass videos about a decade before they <laughs> I mean, when I was six years old, I got in trouble because me and my friends were climbing. There was a bank in Botany Village uh, in Clifton, New Jersey. There's this one bank in these really heavy, thick bushes. And you can get up to the roof. There was this little, like a, like a spire staircase that went up to the roof for some reason that was just like from the ground floor. There was where we climbed up on the roof. And we just decided one day we're gonna put a blanket on this bush and jump into it. Mm. I think you were six years old. We were just stupid. And we were doing that nonstop. And one of the kids, you know, the rich kids, had a little 8mm camera. Like, like Super 8. So there's somewhere out there, if it's, if it's, yeah. There is a Super 8 video of me and my friends jumping off a roof at six years old into a bush with a blanket on it. Mm. Um, you know, then I was there's all our, our shitty skate videos where we decided once instead of trying to make a skate video where we're doing tricks, we just made it entirely... Just all us hurting ourselves. <laughs> that's a, that's a nothing, nothing but bails, and we just made it look really cool. Where we are cool up until the time we bailed. That's a, just, but that was the, the, the payoff. Yeah, the time we bailed, right? <laughs> Not to change this into the manic show, but I mean, we've seen your skateboarding in a prominent place recently. Oh, I mean, that's right. Hmm. Um, so I just got a text a little like right before we started recording from my friend Rob. Who just happens to be in a band called Breaking Laces. And Breaking Laces has a new single out with their new album called Mr. Curry is a Cop. And there is a video for the song. And I play Mr. Curry in the video. And it is now uh, up for a vote on the top viewers picture or something like that on MTV.com. Hmm. I literally just got the text before, it, before we started recording. So I didn't even research it or anything just yet. But if you're listening to this, by all means, please... 
Go to MTV.com, tell your friends to go and vote for this video or do whatever, because he said something about voting, so I'm imagining it's a voting thing that's MTV, and they just want people to be interactive. I can, I can vouch for this. It's a well well shot, entertaining little video. Put Did you a watch little it? link yeah. to this in the post or something. And, and Max so has this like, <laughs> fantastic mustache. Hmm. Oh, I'm gonna, I have yet to see this, I think. I, I'm going to have to check this out later. It takes, Maybe a, it takes, a, it takes a good actor to out-act his mustache. <laughs> can, can, uh, Tom Selleck never figured it out. Can you, can you, play, a, can you play a piece of the uh, Breaking Laces song at the end of the podcast? Um, I'll ask, uh, I'll ask, uh, I'll ask Rob. And this motivates Mannix to get the podcast up and onto the website within a timely manner because well, otherwise I, I, people I will go and I, they won't I, be I, able to vote. <laughs> okay, the last one was Dave's fault because it, was my <laughs> it took him a while to a to get me his part of the recording, and then when I finally got it, which like it was like two days ago, was it? I I, I go to set up. To, to, I actually had it set up on this computer, and then I'm like, all right, all right, let me get to this. But I fell asleep. It was late. And then I just I've been so busy lately I haven't been able to really get to it and then I went and finally today I sat down and I'm like all right let me get this up because we still have the anime Boston pictures to put up which we want to put up on Friday night because we don't get a lot of traffic on the weekend so that'll have boost tra- traffic for the weekend so um it, it was actually it was bad because David accidentally recorded our uh. Dave is in Massachusetts, for those who haven't listened to the previous podcast, and we're doing this via Skype. Um, David recorded Brian and I, so I had we had, we had two recordings, uh, two tracks of Brian and I talking, and no Dave, so it's like, it's like, oh god, did you see Star Trek? Oh yeah, yeah well, I liked it, oh man, I shouldn't like it, what'd you think? Now, hey Dave, uh, did you see it yet? You, you know, maybe I'll... Wait, wait, no, no, Dave, don't talk, don't talk, because that, that's what happens in the podcast now, because we're not <laughs> Oh Dave, did you see Star Trek yet? Yeah. I, I do cricket. Yeah, sounds, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'll re-edit it and put my my uh, my uh, stuff back in, but I'll, I'll change there you it. Go. Mm. Dave, uh, <laughs> do cricket sounds for me right now with just your mouth. Chip, 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 chip. Richard, cricket sounds. I have no idea. What the hell was that? Rashad, have you ever actually heard? They've annoyed me from time to time, and I I just. We actually get a laugh from Amanda, who's in like another room. My head as just saying cricket when they're making that stupid. They sort of do. Really? I, I. I've never, never, never thought that. And I, I know actually because of it's, it's almost like, it's like cricket, cricket. Like it's, it's a weird like up and down motion that they right. do when they do it. It's like I know what I'm hearing when I do it, so I kind of associate that word with the sound they're right. making. Fine. It's like There's the cicadas. The say cicadas go cicada, cicada. <laughs> oh, pretty Wait, much Pokemon. I, I was going to say, is this Pokemon? <laughs> oh my god. So I mean I, I don't know I, I can't do a good cricket impersonation but here here I'll have a go at it. Cricket cricket cricket. I'm drooling, Adam. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know why I'm drooling either. <laughs> <laughs> Where was this what we really needed? <laughs> I forgot. I always forget. 
You're a soundboard. I do have a soundboard. We actually had this guy in my previous job before I was fired by speakerphone, which actually happened in the last podcast, which I don't know if you ever uh, will make it something usable. But if you do, if you don't, doesn't matter. I'll just tell the story. I was fired by a speakerphone by a robot from the future. <laughs> and, wait, uh, wait, wait. I didn't hear this. So they're like, they're like, they brought my entire like, programming department. So long, Brian. Play him away, keyboard cat. On the... <laughs> On the day before Valentine's Day, they brought us into a room and they fired us with speakerphone. So wait, it was it they someone a physical human was on the other end though, right? It a physical human was on the other okay. end, but he was like he was golfing, I think. You sure, like, wasn't you know, a spirit, like, sure wasn't a spirit. He was like, human. Oh, you know, you know, we're very appreciative of all the things that you've done, and uh, you're all fired. Goodbye. Wow. <laughs> That's shit that they couldn't get someone in there to do that. Oh, there was HR people to watch us pack our stuff and make sure we didn't steal anything, but the trick is we stole all the stuff before. <laughs> because we figured it out the day before because they had this is very cult, this is very sensitive of them they had Home Depot deliver a hundred cardboard boxes to the warehouse wow and we were all like we're fired wow <laughs> anyway what was that <laughs> I have no idea um I think we were talking about cricket zombies cricket <laughs> zombies yes no well zombie no I will say this We've been bullshitting for about an hour and 20 minutes now. Um, <laughs> since we've gone this long, does anybody have a bother with the fact that maybe we'll go an hour and a half? No, let's go. Another 10 minutes? Whatever. Another 10 minutes? Another 10 minutes. <laughs> have a good time. I have Who's a problem like... with it. No, Dave, you know what? You haven't given us a topic for the evening, so it's where, your where's turn. It, where's, that, where's that disconnect? Yeah, what do you last want to talk week, about, you, Last week you had the visionaries. <laughs> I want to talk about what are you the gonna visionaries to again, it? man. What are you going to do to top it? What? Do, uh, how am I going to top? Well, let's go back to Galaxy High then. Hmm. What? Galaxy, what is Galaxy, Galaxy High. High. Galaxy yeah. High. Galaxy you like any High. High. <laughs> Galaxy it, it, this was this was an awesome cartoon from the nineties. And if you just like anything with the word was Galaxy, it the 90s? In it. or was it the late eighties? Whatever. It might have been the late eighties, but uh, it was. Uh, it was, essentially the premise was that uh, aliens have revealed themselves to Earth and two human high schoolers have been chosen to represent Earth at Galaxy High. And it was an amazingly animated cartoon series on Saturday mornings. What did that guy tell us, Richard, uh, at the Anime Con that it was uh, one of the first uh, Japanese exports? Yeah. I think it was the first Japanese export. Yeah, it cartoon. was made by it was made by like this specific Japanese company. Um, and it was like one of their first things that they had done, and they then went on, I think, to do like a crap ton of other amazing things in America they, and other they, whatever. They did the Batman episode where Batgirl died, like that ama- that amazing animation. If you were Batman animated series fans, yeah, yeah, they did a lot. I don't remember the, all the details, but they did a, like a lot of other stuff. Um, and yeah, the company based in Japan, and it didn't look like a Japanese. No, but uh, animated thing like it was. It was really well animated, but it looked like it looked like traditional American animation for the time. Sort of, but the but animation was much cleaner. better. The animation yeah, was, it was much better. Yeah, it was definitely more fluid. Like it was cleaner, but it looked like an American series. Like I didn't it, when the guy said that, I was like, I was very surprised that it was it was a Japanese company. 
but it made like after he said it, I was like, oh, that makes sense because it's done so well. <laughs> it, was a, it was a really good series, and I yeah. didn't realize it, but it only lasted one season, and Richard bought the entire thing for ten dollars. Awesome yeah. deal. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I can't pass this up. At some point, I'm going to watch it. I passed Hopefully it. Hopefully, it'll hold up. <laughs> you, you can watch on on, uh, on uh, YouTube. So I passed it. Oh, <laughs> I'm an interested party. I, so I, what kind of aliens am I going to see in this? Oh, uh, probably slime type things. And let's other, see. I like, I, re- I remember the bully was like this. Yeah, see Star Wars. Like. Yeah, basically Star Wars. <laughs> it's probably, the copy and paste. It's basically yeah, high school Star like Wars. That. Yeah, yeah. One thing, actually, on a side note of that, that made me think, like, as far as shows that, like, cartoons that hold up as a kid and cartoons that don't, um, I had also purchased the entire series of, like, the Bionic Six. Bionic! Bionic Bionic Six! Six. (laughs) Yeah! So I was all psyched for that, like, alright, cool, bought the Bionic Six. I I got some Bionic Uh, Six trivia. Okay. Oh. Do you remember? Do you remember the name of the main, the father, his his, his bionic name? What was his name? Uh, so anyway, no, no, no. This is important. No, this is important. His name was was bionic. Bionic one. one. Bionic yeah. one. And remember, he had a whole family. So there was a mother. Remember her name? Probably bionic two. No, it was mom. Pushing one. Law. It, it was mom one. And oh, then there was like a Japanese right. kid that they adopted. Remember his name? Karate one, yeah, and there and there was <laughs> long the, one, and there was the baseball kid. His name was Sport one, and the girl's name was Rock one. Do you remember the black kid's name? <laughs> was it, it might have been what? Science one. Wait, hold on, no, Richard. If you if you say it, it's it's okay. You're actually black, so go ahead. <laughs> no, I was actually thinking it might be Science one no, or something like that. His, like he was a. He was like the smart kid of the crew. Dark one. No, no. His name was IQ. Brown, brown one. His name is what? IQ. No, I know. I oh, remember. I was saying didn't even they did give the same. Him a one. Like, not realize. No, that, that was the same thing with the, with the power. With the Power Rangers. The original Power Rangers lineup. If you remember, Yellow Ranger was the Asian girl. Black Ranger was a black guy. Yeah. And I'm like. Really? <laughs> In the original, that effeminate yellow ranger was a dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did, was it, wasn't he the one with the cowboy hat? <laughs> Maybe. Wait. The original that's... Power Rangers were, were friggin' ridiculous. Awesome, hilarious, but, like, you're watching it and you're like, am I stoned? Did somebody, <laughs> somebody slipped me something and I didn't realize it? Oh my god, what am I watching? Am I really seeing this? Like, the original Power Rangers was fucking weird. Awesome, yeah. but fucking weird. There Dude. was a, a story recently where they were talking about having, like, I think it might have been, like, 20th anniversary reunion or whatever, and one of the Rangers, maybe it was a Yellow Ranger, was like, oh, I'm not going to come back because the producers of the show kept calling me fag and queer and a bunch of other things and made him feel unwanted. <laughs> Um, it's not funny, I'm laughing at that. But they made him feel <laughs> shitty, so God. he was like, I'm not coming back, screw that show. So, who knows? <sighs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh my. Another word about Deadly Premonition. I was saying that for the first 45 minutes, there are lots of zombie things. But, for the next two to three hours, 
It's just you in like hotel rooms, mm. and you shave, and you 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 end up having dinner. It's like the scene from Batman, the Tim Burton movie, where they're sitting at far ends of the table, and he's like, uh. "How's the soup?" Right? <laughs> There's like that scene verbatim, and he also is like he's like um, Cooper from Twin Peaks, where he's like, "This is a really good pie. <laughs> this is the best pie I've ever had." You know, like. And he's an FBI agent, so... Mm. You just reminded me of actually one of the very first Angelina Jolie movies that I'm aware of. Also, it can be one of the best lines that Jack Pounds has ever uttered. Cyborg 2. I've never watched that. Cyborg, Cyborg 1 was a Jean-Claude Van Damme yeah, vehicle. Yeah, which at the time, back in the day when I was a kid, fucking loved that and, Fucking loved that movie. But <laughs> you, you want to know something even crazier, Cyborg... Cyborg 1, the Van Damme movie, was actually originally meant to be a sequel to Masters of the Universe. (laughs) (laughs) But I am dead, 100% dead serious. Uh, It was originally shot as to be a Masters of the Universe sequel. But, uh, you know... They realized that He-Man wasn't in it, so... (laughs) No, it wasn't that. Like, they, they had all the sets built, they had all these costumes built... And they had to do something with it because the money left it. Mm. And the interest in the Masters of the Universe line left. So, like, well, we got to do something. We don't, can't call this... It was Golden Globus. It was Canon, Canon Pictures, which are fucking amazing. But um, you, you have to know Canon Pictures. Brian's making the quizzical, like, you know, the, the, the I'm a dog and I don't know what you're telling me right now. Face. Or am I making the Jesus face? I died for your It's also kind of a little Troy from Community. Uh, when he's thinking about something. Anyway, yeah. So, Cyborg Two, Angelina Jolie. Whenever she was like maybe like wow, sixteen, eighteen years old actually mm. at the time. Really pretty back then. Not like the weird mutant she has turned into. I I, I don't even care. I'm not. A, I think she's looks like a weird. She looks weird now. No, I think she's. Still you can't say that anymore because she had <laughs> breast, breast cancer. Breast she you know what? She's looked weird for breasts. like the past like five to ten years. Yeah, sure. So, well, I mean, she's like. She's I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to. My, my my opinion of her for the past five to ten years isn't going to change now because she's got breast cancer. You know, hey, I'm sorry. That's terrible for anybody to go through. My mom went through that. It's an awful thing. But the fact of the matter is, back then she was really pretty. Hackers, hackers, oh, yeah. so cute. Yeah. Right. Angelina Jolie, like, boob. Gia. Oh. Yeah, she's freaking naked throughout the whole thing. Everybody's like, oh. You know, I mean, point of the matter is, Jack Palance has this one line, and it was it was so, it had to be fucking ad-libbed, because I can't even imagine anybody actually writing this and saying, I'm going to put this in the movie. This is staying in. I'm not editing this out. Uh, this had to be Jack. He was in the movie, maybe. <laughs> so this had to be Jack Palance. There's a scene where he's like, you know, kicking ass, so so to speak, and he's got this big gun, and he just <coughs> yells out, "If you want to dine with the devil, you need a really long spoon." <laughs> <laughs> so um, I got I got something yeah. good to say about that Masters of the Universe movie, actually. Oh yeah, the yeah. original the the, or? the uh, yeah the one with uh, what's his name with uh, uh, Ivan from, Drago yeah Ivan Drago <laughs> yeah if uh, that movie has the best commentary that I've ever seen hmm. because it's literally the makers of that movie going 
we we didn't we wanted to shoot the movie on Eternia, but we didn't have the budget, so we had to do it in New York. <laughs> it's so sad. You should watch the commentary. Oh no, man! I think the best commentary ever is Arnold Schwarzenegger's commentary for Total Recall. Oh, it's like yeah, yeah. Oh my God! Look at those tits. <laughs> She's got three of them. <laughs> like it's Arnold Schwarzenegger drunk for the entire thing. It's fucking insane. It's, it's amazing. It's so good. And you probably should be watching a to- like if you're going back and trying to do commentary for a movie you did like 20 years ago. Like what the hell? Like I, the only thing you probably can do at that point is just watch it too. Just like. All right, fuck, I haven't seen this movie in forever either. Let me just go with it. <laughs> I realized that I cannot hold a thought because I've had too many. Interesting. Well, that's okay because we've run an hour and a half now, and I think it's... it's uh, I've it's been trying of- so hard to hold a thought. Do you want to let it out before we go? It'll just be a fart at that point. <laughs> <laughs> well, would you like to fart in the- I don't do uh, it with both you. I would I'll actually hire you to do a <laughs> fart into the microphone for me. If I had to fart, I would love to. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean with your mouth. Oh. Yeah. I knew he'd be good at it. Yeah. <laughs> you should have seen him fapping earlier. It's a... Oh, my God. You know what? I have seen Tchaikovsky perform, and it's never been as beautiful <laughs> or as poignant. Or reminded me of the, the fallibility of oh humankind, the the frailty of the human condition, as much as that just. Woo! <laughs> 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 Hot dog! Yay! <laughs> so I think that's about wraps it up for this uh, podcast. Woo-hoo. You know, we didn't we didn't come up with the title. We covered a lot of ground. I mean, in an hour and a half, of course we did. The one that got recorded. The, the one, one that, that got recorded, that's it. There we go. The one that's that it. didn't get away. <laughs> Next week, we should talk about Game of Thrones, because, I mean, okay. the entire internet is already over it. But you know, All right, yeah. fine. That's, okay. what, that's what our role is, is to talk about things that the entire internet is over. I, I wish it wasn't copyrighted, so we can end the podcast with the Reigns of Castamere. Mm-hmm. Uh, that being said, the rains of thanks. If, if you're still listening after an hour and a half, thank you so much for being a loyal podcast listener. They're entertained. Uh, they can't turn yeah. away. This is pretty. I, I, this is this is one of the ones I'm definitely gonna have to. I, I listen to a lot of our podcasts, and I'm like, weird because I'm just. Am I listening to it because it's me? I'm like, no, it's fucking enjoyable. I wish. I could not know what I said. <laughs> and listen to us all over again. After, after, all. after four glasses of wine, you're probably not going to remember what happened 15 Total minutes afterwards. recall. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we're listening to a podcast where Brian's going to do commentary. <laughs> well, anybody have any last thoughts? Richard just farted. So that's, uh, oh, that was more that's, just that's a, a statement. Yes. Oh, no, I can't even repeat it. Never mind. Whatevs. You're doing a good job and Mama's proud. Yeah. Yeah, shit out your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, here's a quick last thought. Instead of telling people to go fuck themselves, this is something I've been doing for longer than I actually even realized. Somebody brought it up to my attention that I say this. Go shit yourself. Oh, not yeah. you said that bad. many a because, time. Go fuck <laughs> Exactly, right? It's, yeah. Because go fuck yourself. You can enjoy fucking yourself. One way or the other. 
but nobody likes to shit themselves. That's a real better insult. Sure, what about go fuck sucks. myself? Go, go shit yourself and, and sit like in it. bad. Go shit yourself and you get know. on a public transit. Because <laughs> I'm a bad fuck. Aww. <laughs> it's not good. You want to try? Come on. Broke back me. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> Until next week. <laughs>